Welcome to another edition of Race Time Radio, all live tonight, right here in the Race Time Radio studio, all on Sirius XM, Channel 167 Canada Talks, as well as our YouTube channel. Check it out at Race Time Radio TV. You can do that at any time or tune in on racetimeradio.com on our live stream again. Tonight, Junior, still not here in the studio. That foot still is giving him all kinds of grief. Uh, he is healing up. He said it does feel a little bit better, but uh, no dice going up the stairs at his place. And then, of course, coming here to the Race Time Radio studio and coming down our uh, big flight of stairs down into the Race Time Radio studio. So no Junior tonight here in the studio but I wouldn't doubt we'll catch up with them at some point throughout the course of tonight. Um, we can always dial them up and bring them up on YouTube and uh, check in with them there over at his place. So uh, that's what we're kind of looking at doing a little bit later in the show. Let me tell you who we got coming on tonight. Got a stacked lineup. Going to take you right across the board here in Canada and give you some of the preparations for heading down to New Smyrna Speedway. Uh, Nicholas Noggle, driver of the 08 in the Pro Stock Tour out on Canada's East Coast. Uh, Nicholas has been uh, making his way down to New Smyrna for quite a few years now for the World Series of Asphalt Stock Car Racing. Nicholas doing some testing today. And as soon as he completes that, he's going to be jumping into his hauler and uh, going to dial us up. And we're going to have him live right off the top of the show tonight. Also going to hear from Caden Lapsevich. Yeah, the 2016 Pinties champion up here in Canada. Well, Caden's uh, been a busy guy. He's not only been racing a bunch down in the U.S. and up here in Canada every now and then. Caden uh, now is a crew chief for Venturini Motorsports. He's going to be crew chiefing Tony's car, the 55 uh, at Daytona. They went down and did the test. Uh, just about a week ago, and uh, it worked out really good for Caden. You would think, uh, you know, a young guy from Canada may not have what it takes to uh, crew chief a car down on the big track, Daytona International Speedway. But in fact, Caden Lapsevich uh, and Tony in that 55 car, top of the board at 183 miles an hour. We're going to catch up with Caden Lapsovich here tonight on the program. Look forward to catching up with Caden. Then we'll talk about the NASCAR Pinty Series. Yeah, the schedule is out. Don't know whether you've seen it yet or not. A good-looking schedule. Real similar to last year, but they've added a second dirt race out of Sweden Speedway. That's going to be a blast. Um, it looks fairly close to what we've seen in 2022. Uh, but it is going to be slightly different. I know they were working on dates uh, that were going to be in addition uh, to what we're all used to seeing, but it didn't materialize, at least not yet. Uh, but we're going to check in tonight with the assistant director. Doug Gonder is going to join the show 
I've known Doug for years. I uh, actually met Doug all the way back when I was uh, at Daytona International Speedway. And Doug was with the ARCA presented by Menard Series back then. Uh, he was uh, w- with the officials and got to know Doug down at Daytona. And, of course, he's been with the NASCAR Pinty Series up here in Canada for a long, long time. But he has progressed all the way up to the assistant director position. He, along with Tony Spiteri and the full team in the NASCAR Pinty Series, getting set and ready to go for 2023. So we're looking forward to catching up with Doug on the show tonight. And then uh, Jason White from Sun Peaks, B.C., uh, Jason preparing for Daytona. He's going to be in an ARCA car. He's also going to be in a Camping World truck. Pardon me. A Craftsman truck. Got to adjust back to the old way of doing things. But Jason White going to join the show here tonight. So that's what we got in store for you. And I can see our first guest is all up on uh, 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 up on Zoom. And let's welcome in. The driver of the 08 from all the way out in the Maritimes now down in Florida. It is Nicholas Naga. What's going on tonight, Nick? How you doing, buddy? Good, Michelle. Doing good. Uh, doing a little testing today, were you? How did it go? Uh, I wish I could say that we were. We drove down here to Georgia. I'm actually sitting in the parking lot of the track right now, and it rained hard all day long oh man it sucks when you can't get your testing in do you have an alternative date are you going to be able to maybe go tomorrow if uh if it shall arise uh unfortunately i think today was our only real test day before the race but i mean friday they're giving us an open test beforehand so we shook the car down yesterday, and I was pretty happy with it. So I'm, I'm looking forward to getting racing here next weekend. Oh, I can well imagine. Nick, how many years have you been going down to New Smyrna now? It's got to be in, what, what six, seven years now, maybe? Uh, I, yeah, we probably run it twice or three times before COVID hit. And then this will be our first year back. I'm looking forward to it. But, I mean, we've been coming down to Florida racing every winter probably since... 2014 or 15 in that range well first it was uh winter nationals and the legend cars and then well he came down to new smyrna and started running that deal yeah and you've done a great job each year progressively getting a little bit better for you a little bit better uh that old eight car uh knows its way around new smyrna speedway so do you you know what to anticipate that's why it tests to be so valuable i guess yeah yes sir no uh It'll be fun racing here next weekend in Georgia. It's just a little bit more like home, a little smaller track, a little bit of banking. It'll be fun. But we uh, we ran the red eye there at the beginning of the year. It was good to get back on the track in New Smyrna. It's its, its own beast, but it's, it's so much fun. The first time I ever showed up there, I thought it was uh, way too fast. It was crazy. And then by the end of the week, it's you're having fun. And now I find every year when I go back, you hit the track and remember why you love it. Uh, you know what? I got my wires crossed up. You're in Georgia. I just sort of figured it out now. What track are you at? Uh, we're actually at Chris Motorsports uh, Park. It's uh, over here in Cordell, Georgia. We're going to run Speed Fest next weekend, kind of on our way down to Florida. We'll get down there and we'll get the cars prepped and be ready to race here in a couple weeks' time. Ah, you said it too. Cars, not just one. You got plural there. Are you going to run uh, pro late and super late? You're going to run them both. 
yeah, that's the plan for this year. We're going to try and uh, get as many races in that week as possible. I figure by the end of it, we should have run 16 or 15 or 16 races. It'll, it'll be a busy week for sure, but I'm looking forward to it. It's a, it's a big step moving into a super, even though everything else is the same, you have to drive them so much different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's going to be different, right? You can feel it in your butt. Uh, is there much speed difference between the two, the pro light versus the super light? There, I didn't really notice as much speed, but it's just a different driving style. I've, I've driven super for a couple of years now, but when you get to these tracks where I felt like I was pretty confident in the pro car, you'd roll in there with a little bit of brake and carry a lot of corner speed. It was all about momentum, trying not to break it. But then when you get to the super there, you're entering with probably maybe five more mile an hour corner speed on entry. But center of the corner, you're so much slower trying to get the car pointed because you have the horsepower to come up off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it wild. I love watching you on that racetrack. And uh, so far, so good. I've been able to tune in each time uh, for Speed Weeks. And uh, any luck at all, we're going to be able to do so again. On Flow Racing, I believe that's who carried it last year. Um, and, and hopefully again this year. You'd have a lot of uh, uh, viewers tuning in to watch you. Of course, a winner in the Pro Stock Tour, the East Coast International Pro Stock Tour. You've won there. What's your best finish so far at Speed Weeks? I want to say second. Uh, last last time we were there, we actually started the week out with a win and then uh, finished fairly well the rest of the week. And then the final race, we finished second there at the 100 lapper. See, that's what had stuck in my mind. I forgot about the win right off the top. Uh, it, and it's always uh, special when you can win at a big place like that. Now, uh, with Speed Fest, uh, any uh, any experience at uh, that Georgia track? I ran back here. I want to say four or five years ago. I ran one race, but that was it. It's been it's been long enough where I'm looking forward to get back to it. It's I've watched lots of races here, and it's a lot of fun. And we kind of came down here when we originally came down. We didn't intend on running it, and then last minute we decided, well, we might as well have some fun. We're here anyways. There was nothing planned this weekend, and. That's what we're going to do. We're going to go down and we're going to have some fun and see what we can't do in a super. Ah, Nick, it's going to be awesome. Uh, hopefully, there, do you know if there's any coverage of Speedfest? I don't know whether there is or not. I believe either Racing America or, or uh, Flow is definitely going to cover it. There'll be coverage on one or the other. Wow. I'm going to have to find out and get everybody tuned in so that we can watch you down there. What is going to be a successful trip for you? You got the win in mind, or are you going to be happy with the top 10 finish? What's the thoughts heading in? Uh, I mean, you can't go into these th things thinking you want to run around the back. That's for sure. Uh, we're going there. I there's going to be some heavy hitters. There's some big teams down here. But if we came out of here with a top 10, hopefully a top five finish, I'd be very happy considering we're just our, our little family-run team. I mean, it's just us and a bunch of friends. And we're, we're, we're truly trying to bring that side of racing back and try not to do the whole big team thing. I know uh, there's a lot of teams down here that they are truly at the same level as NASCAR now. And we're still just trying to do this for fun. Do you get many guys that sort of, uh, it, Nick, they've got to notice you there. Uh, do you have any sort of interest or influence from outside the circle that when you get down to the U.S. to go, hey, Nick, welcome back. 
can we give you a hand with something here? Or did they sort of leave you alone? No, uh, over the years coming here, we've definitely made a lot of connections. Uh, I can't, I can't thank everyone that helps me enough. Like we, uh, I'm good friends with Travis Braden. He used to run Arca. He won Snowball Derby. Just great driver. He's he's helped me a lot. Butch and Johnny Van Doren. They've given me endless support. I can't thank them enough. They they're always on the other end of the phone if I need them. They're here at the track if I need them. They're just great people. Uh, Dennis Lambert, Mark said Racing, all them in the legend cars. They still to this day will help me if I give them a call. I mean, there's just countless people down here. Uh, Christy and, and Woody, they, uh, they're the reason that we started coming down here and the bandos will still see them and Carson Ferguson. And there's just a list of people that I know if I called them, they'd be here giving me a hand if I need it. And they've given me lots of support and they've helped me develop as a driver. Yeah, pretty wild. You know, when you look at the U.S. Legends series with the Bandoleros up into the Legends, uh, you a, a true epitome of someone that has gone through the different steps and up into what you do today. And, uh, man, those laps, those uh, the experience you gained in those uh, other divisions have really paid dividends for you. You're exciting to watch on the track. I appreciate that. No, I, I, I'm a true believer in the program and working your way through the steps. I've been uh, helping uh, Samantha McDonald and them and her bando, and she's starting up into a legend car, and I've, I've preached just get them down here and run and that winter nationals deal is the best thing you can do. It's five nights in a row. And believe it or not, I believe you learn more in the single week racing back to back to back than what you do with five weeks because you, you go home at night and you think, okay, well, what, what did I do today that I can change tomorrow? And that was the whole ordeal with speed weeks for us. It's awesome because you start the week off and you're kind of rusty and, you think you're good, but then by the end of the week, you can look back and see how much you've improved. Yeah, and you do. I, I love watching you. I watch the progression from the time you stepped into one of those pro stock cars. And Nicholas, you are one of those guys that, uh, man, you got to put that 08 into the realm of possibility to not only win races, but to look at the big picture and do championships. Uh, it's it's exciting. We're with Nicholas Noggle. Uh, driver the 08 going to start his weekend out at Speedfest next weekend in Georgia, but that isn't it. He ain't heading home after that. No, no. Going to go a little further south and participate at New Smyrna Speedway for the World Series of Asphalt Stock Car Racing. Uh, who have you got down there with you? I know you mentioned you got some friends with you. I know your dad's a huge part of your team. Who else you got with you touring uh, w with the races that you're going to do? Yeah, no, we, we intend to do a lot of racing this, this winter. We're, we're not stopping there. We're going to keep racing down south and working our way back up north. But, uh, I mean, I got my, my normal crew here. I got my father and my mother. I can't, I can't thank them enough. My girlfriend, they're just endless support down here, giving me all the help they can. Me and my dad work hours on this car just whenever we can. And then I got all my normal guys, my, my entire crew. I can't thank them enough. And like I say, all the people I mentioned off, they just, if I need them, they'll be here in an instant. And we, we enjoy it still. It's it's not a job for any of us. And it's it's just a good, good experience. I can't thank them enough. I, I can't I can't thank my sponsors enough either. Brycon Construction, Mobile One, just everyone on the car, McDonald Automotive, uh, Axair Services. They just, they're, they're the reason we can come down here and do this. 
Nicholas, do you ever see the day that you're going to be down there and participate not only at New Smyrna Speedway, but we've seen so many guys go from the short track and head over to the big track and uh, do some racing at Daytona International Speedway. It's Speed Weeks. I know you guys love it, and I know it takes a lot to keep the short track car on track, but do you ever aspire one day to jump in one of those ARCA cars and go around that two and a half miles? I'm definitely not against it. I, I've always said that there was an opportunity to race anything, whether it be a wheelbarrow or a race car, I, I'll do it. I look forward to it. But at the end of the day, I am just trying to do this to have fun. And once I lose picture, that what's the point of doing it anymore. So as far as looking on to the next thing, I'm not concerned about it. As much as some of the other drivers down here, I, I'm really, truly enjoying what we get to do, traveling the country, seeing all these tracks and racing against the best of the best. And if, if the opportunity were to ever come, I'd love to take it. I'd, I'd, I'd be more than thankful. But as of right now, I'm not too concerned about what's next. I'm just enjoying the moment. Yeah, and you're going to do a great job. I know you're going to speed fest. You're going to do great. And, man, oh, man, I can't wait to see you at the World Series of Asphalt Stock Car Racing back again. Uh, thoughts for springtime up here in Canada? Are you going to go after a title in the East Coast International Pro Stock Tour? And what's your thoughts on the new series popping in there, giving you more opportunity to race? Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to getting home. It, it's fun racing down here and getting the experiences and all that, but the the tour at home, it's definitely a different experience when you have a group of people who follow you and pay attention and really begin to know who you are. And The, the, the competition at home is just as good. It's just different racing. It's not better or worse. It is just different, and it's just as hard. And I, There's no doubt I'd love to race and try to attempt for a championship this year, especially with the new rules package and the changes that are coming, I think it's a real possibility. But uh, we we never changed our, our thought process. We're going to each each race, just trying to win it. We don't look at the big picture. We don't. We're just going to go to every race and we try our hardest. And whatever happens at the end of the season happens. But uh, I'm looking forward to getting back home and racing on the East Coast Tour and uh, going to run a couple of those new tour races. And it, it's it's going to be cool seeing the two tours racing in unison and seeing the differences that come with it. Yeah, it's going to be. Uh, I know my first initial thought was, wow, I don't know whether that's going to work. But the more I thought about it, I thought, you know what? It gives the guys more opportunity. They aren't dates that overlap one another. It's a situation where, man, if you want to go racing, and I know you guys love it, you'll take a notion to go, hey, we can go again this weekend. Let's go try and take that checkered flag. And, Nick, that's what's cool about the 08, man. Uh, you, you get her done. And when you come back home, after doing all the racing you're going to do over the course of the winter, it's going to make a difference when uh, the 08 hits a track out there in Halifax. I can guarantee it. Yes, sir. No, I, I've always been a true believer that sea time is the best thing that you can possibly do. And by racing down south all winter, I, I find there's no learning curve getting back into it when it comes springtime. And I, I appreciate it because I do find we're right there as soon as the season starts. And it, you. The best way to put it is you just there's no rust to, to knock off. It's just another day in the seat. It's great. I, I look forward to it in the spring, that's for sure. 
Nick, good luck at Speed Fest. I know we will have it dialed in. Uh, we'll be watching you uh, and cheering for you. Go down there and do what you always do, man. And that's wheel that 08 and you leave nothing on the table. You never do. I can expect that you're going to give it all you got. And then uh, onward into New Smyrna Speedway. Uh, I'll be bugging you to try and get you back on the show and update us as the process goes along. Sound good? Yes, sir, for sure. Anytime, feel free, and uh, we'll give you a call from the track or wherever we're at and show you guys around. You betcha. Thanks so much for this tonight, Nick. Appreciate it. Good luck. Go after it, man. Go get it. Yes, sir. Thank you again for having us. That is Nicholas Noggle. Man, oh, man. You want to talk about a driver that can get the job done? Watch Nicholas. Uh, he can get the job done. Going to be awesome. Speed fest next weekend, and then onward and upward into the World Series of Asphalt Stock Car Racing. We're going to hit a quick break. When we come back, Caden Lapsevich, we'll talk about Daytona. He, in the car that he is crew chief, top of the board at 183 miles an hour. It's going to be a lot of fun catching up with Caden. Stay right with us, everybody. We will be back all live tonight on Race Time Radio. Hey, race fans, this is Larry Burial, and you're listening to Race Time Radio on Sirius XM, Channel 167, Canada Talks. From coast to coast, coast. you're listening to Canada Talks. Race Time Radio is brought to you by RPM Race Parts. Order today, race tomorrow. Also by VP Race Fuels the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. And by Dawson Dental Centers. Get your victory lane smile at DawsonDental.ca. When you think NASCAR, when you think NASCAR, think Sirius XM NASCAR Radio. This may be the most important thing that's ever happened. You're damn right, baby. The races. The Daytona 500 win. I love that we have playoff racing now. The talk shows. We'd love for you guys to participate as well. The unprecedented access. Well, I'm here at the red carpet with the fans. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio, Channel 90. Chastain did a video game move. Also streaming on the SXM app. I think they're happy down here. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. If you stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, New Glasgow, Andy Ganesh, and Port Hawkesbury, Nova Scotia. You can count on Napa know-how. AP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. Nothing connects like country music. Country music. Dig in to Sirius XM's Country Universe. The next generation on the highway, Channel 56. I need something you This millennium's hits on Y2 Country Channel 61. Or 80s and 90s Prime Country on Channel 58. 
Tap into these and more in the country category on the SXM app. Included with all trials and popular plans. A Canadian that made an indelible mark across the world, Alex Trebek is best known as the host of Jeopardy, a show he hosted over 6,300 times since his debut in 1984. Alex won five Emmy Awards over that stretch and is still perhaps the most popular game show host of all time. His work with charities such as World Vision was tireless, and his foundation continues to benefit children across the globe. Alex Trebek, 2006 inductee on Canada's Walk of Fame. Taking you all the way to the track and back. It's Race Time Radio. Hello. Start talking. Ah, I got to start talking. Welcome back, everybody, to Race Time Radio. So, so glad you could tune in tonight, all live on Sirius XM, Channel 167, Canada Talks. And, of course, our new YouTube channel at Race Time Radio TV uh, and our next guest. How about this guy? The 2016 NASCAR Pinty Series champion. Uh, and he is uh, definitely a familiar name to all of us here in Canada. His name. Caden Lapsovich, and he joins us right now uh, via Zoom. Caden, what's going on? How you doing? You're looking good, kiddo. Thank you. How are you? Doing good. Doing good. You're looking more and more like your dad every day, just so you know. <laughs> I hear that a lot, actually, now. I wouldn't doubt it. Wouldn't doubt it. So, how did you like the big track? Man, you're crew chiefing now with Venturini Motorsports. And, you know, I got to tell you, Caden, I heard that, seen everything, and I went, hmm. Caden's going to do a good job with that race car, but I don't know what he's going to know about Daytona International Speedway. That's a tough nut to crack. Lo and behold, you go out there with the 55 car. You got Tony in the seat. Ba-boom, top of the board. That must have felt tremendous. Yeah, it was It was pretty cool. I was uh, I was sort of, sort of shell-shocked, um, especially the first day when we were there walking into there because it was kind of just – one of those like dream come true kind of deals. I mean, I, I would have much rather be racing, but just to have some involvement there is pretty cool. Um, luckily, um, you know, the guys at Venerini are really sharp, uh, really smart. They have really good equipment. Uh, they've obviously done this a long time. So um, there was, it's, I still have a lot to learn. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I was able to, to pick up a lot uh, just in my first couple of weeks at the shop before the test. And then leading into the test, you know, I was, I'm, I'm pretty adamant about asking questions and, you know, and planning out scenarios, you know, if this doesn't work then try this. And uh, luckily for me, there's a lot of really knowledgeable people there. So they made it easier um, for me, uh, like helping me with, with test log runs and stuff like that and reading data and all that stuff. So it was really cool. Um, I'm, I'm pretty excited to go back to the race. I feel like, feel like we have a pretty good race car. So. I'm looking forward to it. Caden, uh, you're a driver and a real accomplished, experienced wheelman, whether it be a super late model watching you in the 16 car down in the U.S., or whether it's on this side of the border running a pro late or a super late, or it doesn't seem to matter. You've been there, done that, and done a great job in it. Uh, what's the transition been like? I know you've been down south working uh you know you work for rowdy you were doing setup you're doing all that kind of stuff so you are familiar with the race car it's not just a wheelman you know that end of it as well uh what's the transition been like from behind the wheel to on top of the box you know thankfully for me i've always 
or luckily, I guess I should say, I've always been very involved um, in my program. Like when I was racing myself, like that was that was one of Dad's big big things. It's like if you want to race, you're gonna have to work on it too. So, um, you know, I've become pretty mechanically inclined um, growing up with race cars and stuff. So, transitioning in onto the top of the pit box has been a little bit easier than you know kind of what I expected. Um, I've had the opportunities to work with guys like Cody Glick. Um, and a lot of pretty well accomplished super racers down in the states that have done stuff in trucks and Xfinity and all that. So I've been able to, you know, to kind of see how they run the show and how they would do it, um, you know, when they were truck racing and stuff. So that's been a huge benefit for me, um, you know. And I've I've had a lot of good mentors back at home too. Junior, um, Bobby Blunt. Uh, I've my dad, my uncles, you know, everybody's really mechanically inclined and taught me a whole lot. So it's been easy. Um, like I said, I'd, I'd still rather be driving, don't get me wrong, <laughs> but you know, if I can stay involved in racing in some sort of way, it's, you know, it's a win for me, I think. Well, this doesn't mean that your driving career is over. I can guarantee it. If there is a seat for Caden Lapsovich to jump in, I can well imagine Caden's going to say, Okay, I got the day off. Here I go. And Venturini would probably love that. Just uh, knowing Billy, knowing his dad, knowing Tom, knowing the whole bunch down there, they would probably yeah, say, good good for you. Go go learn some more, Caden, and go win. Yeah, you know, Billy was, when we met, he was pretty open with me. He said, you know, learn as much as you can wherever you can. So uh, anytime I get the opportunity to race, I'm obviously going to take it. I feel like I feel like that helps me become a better crew chief, you know, being able to, you know, see wheel inputs and all that and be able to read data and, and know what it's all doing. So having the driving aspect, um, I think benefits me just, just in the sense of, you know, when a driver is breaking down like a scenario, like what the car is doing, I found sometimes there's people that have a hard time, you know, trying to read it and figure it out what they're saying, where as me being a driver, I think, I think that's a benefit for me. Oh, huge, huge. And, you know, from the driver's perspective, to have somebody like you on top of the box to understand when I say, you know, the car's doing this or the car's doing that, uh, for that translation to be able to go, okay, now here's what we're going to do to fix it. Is there a huge difference? I know you guys only had a test down at Daytona, uh, but and you would have been a sponge. You would have been learning all kinds of stuff. But looking at your short track program versus the two-and-a-half-mile beast of Daytona International Speedway, is there much that sort of goes, yeah, this will work over on this side? Did you have to make many adjustments to hit the top of the board? And is it comparable kind of stuff? Um, you know, to an extent it is. Um, obviously, all the the geometry works the same, right? So everything's got to flow right and move at the right angles and turn and all that. So, you know, setting the front end so it does what it's supposed to properly, I guess would correlate over to like short track stuff. But um, there's just, there's some tricks, you know, with springs because um, ARCA mandates all your springs you have to run. So trying to, you know, get the car to do what it wants and to get it as low as possible and stuff. There's, there's some, some stuff I've picked up um, that, that I don't think would translate at all um, over to the short track stuff, but you know, in a sense, they all work the same. It's about making it, making it go fast. So 
whatever works worked, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to do it. And as long as it makes it through the room of doom, you're golden. And yep. uh, I, I know you guys are very, very good at what you do. Uh, the homework will be done. You can guarantee it. You realize something, okay? And I know a lot about Venturini. I've been following these guys for years. And I know that when there's a victory, eh, the driver and probably the crew chief's got to kiss the big Italian. Uh, you got to be prepared for stuff like that, buddy. <laughs> yeah, uh, hopefully we can find Victory Lane a few times, so that'd be that'd be cool. Yeah, it'd be a lot of fun. Uh, we're with Kane Lapsovich tonight. He is going to be on top of the box for the fifty-five car. Uh, it's Tony. How do I pronounce Tony's last name? I think it's Bridinger, but I, I'm I'm not one hundred percent positive either. <laughs> yeah, we just call him Tony. Tony. She does a great job behind the wheel, and I know we're all going to know Tony's name. By the time we get to the end of uh, uh, the ARCA 200 that's going to take place at Daytona. Uh, but uh, New Smyrna Speedway is also just around the corner and down a bit. I know you will probably frequent there. Uh, do you have any plans of jumping behind the wheel of anything? Uh, no, not right now. Um, obviously, I'm going to try and be over there as much as I can. Um, you know, at the nights when we're all, like ARCA stuff is done for the day, so... Um, you know, obviously, short track racing is what I grew up on. It's it's what I love. So anytime I can even be at the racetrack, uh, you know, like New Smyrna or Pensacola and stuff like that, I'll take the opportunity to. Um, I'd like to drive. I don't know if it'll happen, but as Grandpa always told me, never to leave home without your race equipment. So I'll have it there with me. Yeah, have your helmet, your fire suit in the bag. It won't yep. hurt because you can always get the call. Caden, uh, you have earned your way to where you're going and what you're doing. Is it a full season you'll be on top of the box for uh, the 55 car? What's the plan? As far as I understand, I have I have Tony for 11 races, and then I have another girl from the Drive for Diversity program um, for a few, and then another person, I don't know who he or she is, uh, for a few too. So I think it'll be a, end up being a full season. Um, as far as I know that, I'll do like the whole ARCA national series, mm -hmm. um, some East races, and then maybe a couple West races. So it, it'll be a busy year. Um, just being on top of the pit box and that, that doesn't include, um, you know, I have a lot of buddies around here that do modified stuff. So on off weekends, I'm sure I'll, find my way to the racetrack with them too so it'll, it'll be a busy fun summer but i'm looking forward to it yeah there's not nothing called off off season not no, for you. Never. yeah i can well imagine it's going to be exciting i can guarantee you that uh you know i talked to uh bobby gerhardt i talked to a lot of drivers in my day down at daytona and uh i'd always ask him this question what's it feel like the first time you go to daytona to compete and every one of them have said it doesn't hit you until you go through the tunnel and you come out and you see those turns and you get the feeling of Daytona International Speedway. Did you get that feeling when you went through the tunnel this time? Yeah, you kind of, like, when you, especially the first time, and I, it'll probably be the same way for a couple of years, I would assume, but, you you know, you go down through the tunnel and then up, and that's like you said, everything just opens up. You know, you see all the infield camping, the big track, um, the towers, you know, the World Center racing. Like, it's it's pretty surreal uh, going through there the first time. Um, it was it was kind of like, like I said, it was a dream come true, you know, to be to be competing there. Um, obviously not driving, but, you know, in a, in a way. But it was just, 
I, I was like I said, I was shell shocked. I I couldn't believe it. I didn't know what to do. Um, you know, my I was nervous. Just, but it was, it all turned out pretty good in the end. But um, just just shell shocked. That's that's the only way I can put it. Yeah, and to be at the top of the board, it's gotta feel so so good <laughs> as a uh, as crew chief as a member of Venturini. Uh, the top four cars were all with a V in it. Uh, th- and that's, that's good, man. You got, uh, people that you're going to be able to work with. And, uh, what's the strategy meetings been like, or has there been any yet heading into the big race? You know, obviously, I, I think it's kind of a given that the four Venerini cars will, you'll probably see them hooked up together all day. Um, I feel like, especially at the draft, our, our speed, you know, when we were uh, locked up together was was really good. Um, I feel like we even have pace to where if we can get get four cars in line and get the energy working the right way and get our runs right, um, there's probably a decent chance that we could pull away from the field um, if everything gets gets working properly. So I think, as far as I know, that's that's the game plan right now. Um, but. You know, it's the Arca Series at Daytona. You never know what will happen. Yeah, it's exciting. I can tell you there's been a few years watching the 200 and, uh, you know, the hype and stuff. You know, been there for uh, the practice before the race, covered that, uh, having a look at the guys doing qualifying, and then people get seated and, they, yeah, okay, I'm going to be working with this guy because they're five back. They're going to catch up. But I've seen it. Uh, and I got to, uh, you know, look back to Cole. When Cole was driving the 73 car there, uh, he had a golden opportunity to, to win that race. He had the car to do it, uh, but he didn't have the help. Uh, the help fell flat. And in the closing laps of the race, everybody sort of went, okay, I'm comfortable where I'm at. I haven't wrecked. I want to come out of Daytona with a good finish. And it didn't seem to matter what anybody else was saying on the outside. Hook up with this guy, hook up with that guy, and go to the front. Everybody stayed content. But that was only one year. Uh, and normally, in that ARCA race, you want to talk about a dogfight the last five laps of a race, it is on at Daytona. And it never disappoints. It's usually one of the highlight races of Speed Weeks for me. When I'm down at Daytona, it's so exciting to know that you're going to be part of that 55 crew uh, and, and to see the golden opportunity that is in front of you. Man, oh, man, you've earned it, and it's going to be so cool to watch you uh, and watch what the fruits of your labors on that racetrack with a good driver behind the wheel. Yeah, it's like I said, I, I think we have four really good race cars. Um, Venerini, you know, they're they're the best of the ARCA series, right? So. Um, when we bring, when we showed up to the test, we were really happy with single car speed. Our draft speed was phenomenal. Um, and I, like I said, if we can keep four cars in the race until the end, I, I, I don't, I see it being hard to beat any one of us. Obviously, I want to be the first one, first one across the start finish line with 55. But, um, if we can do an organization one through four, I, I think that'd be a good, really good day. Yeah, incredible. Got to ask you about home life, too. You are one of us uh, up here in Canada. Uh, you're the 2016 NASCAR champion up here on this side of the border. Your brother, uh, Trayton, is doing a great job. You got another one coming up through your dad, Jeff, uh, just the whole family. Have you been talking to anybody up here about you? They're uh, constantly texting uh, back and forth. Yeah, like me and my dad are 
are really close. So me and him talk just about every day. Um, you know, he's always been there for me. Um, when even just stupid little questions that I probably know, but I overthink. Um, so, you know, having him there in my corner has been really cool. Obviously one of the, one of the toughest things for me, uh, moving back down here this time was I really enjoyed being involved in, um, trading and riding racing, um, back home. Um, so, you know, for me, it was a tough decision based on that, um, because I really want to see them do well. Um, and I, I hate not being there. I hate watching through a computer screen or a TV screen. Like it, it really bugs me, but you know, I, I think they're going to do, they're going to do great. Obviously Trayton's, um, pretty accomplished already. Um, he's really sharp behind the wheel. Uh, riding is still, he's, he's got, you know, pretty good speed about everywhere we go. Just the racing situations kind of, he just needs to figure out how to work them sometimes, but you know, he's progressed really well. And obviously I feel like he's got one of the best families in his background, you know, that, that is able to teach him because between me, um, my dad, uncle Jimmy trade, we've all been in some sort of situation. So he'll be good. Um, and you know, I just hate that I can't be there, but you know, it's, guess there's a way to watch always hey bud i'll tell you what it isn't gonna hurt in the future when your older brother is down on the other side of the border and is hooked up with the right teams and gets the whole scenario going on i'll tell you what you still play a critical role in the family success i can guarantee it you're in a good place right now and it's gonna pay off huge in the future caden it's gonna be cool yeah i'm i'm excited i think like right now especially with being with venerini and stuff i have I have a lot of resources that I'm able to lean back on. And in, in some ways, I feel like um, the resources that I have here, I'll be able to to use to help trading and riding back home, um, you know, with sim work and data and all that stuff. So obviously, I'm still going to try and be involved as much as I can um, through the phone. Um, it's not as easy, but, uh, you know, dad knows how to do it all. He's done it a long time. So um, between me and him, I feel like, feel like we can make a race car go fast about anywhere we go so that's just the only difference is i won't be there to help them uh, i agree you will be there you'll be there i can guarantee it you're going to be there well ahead of the race and you're going to be there throughout the course of it whether it be on video whether it be on television uh Caden, you're going to play a key role i can well imagine and we'll all be watching what you can do down south uh we're super proud of you champ uh, we really are, and I look forward to seeing the fruits of your labor on that racetrack. you got to do us a favor. Say hi to Billy and all the guys uh, at Venturini Motorsports. Let them know we're thinking about them, and we'll be definitely pulling for that 55 car with Caden Lapsovich at the top of the box. It's going to be cool, bud. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Caden, thanks so much for the time tonight. I know I'll be bugging you later, maybe <laughs> with a win at Daytona. Wouldn't that be cool? Hopefully, that's the goal, right? Uh, pucker up, pucker up. Uh, the, <laughs> the old guy loves it. You have a good one, and uh, be safe down there, will you? Thank you, sir. You too. You betcha. That's Caden Lapsovich. Watch for that 55 Venturini machine. Uh, I'll tell you what, going to be cool. Caden's got a ton of knowledge. He ain't done learning yet. He's got more to absorb, but that guy can get the job done. I guarantee you uh, Tony is going to be in good shape. Having Caden on top of the box. Good job, Billy. You picked the right guy.
We are going to hit a break. When we come back, uh, I got an announcement that I got to tell you all about that I'm really excited for. Uh, and we've got Doug Gonder coming up from NASCAR Pennies, the assistant director. And we got Jason White coming on the show. We got lots more to come. Stay with us all live tonight on Sirius XM Channel 167, Canada Talks. Hey, race fans, this is Ernie Irvin. You're listening to Race Time Radio. Coast to coast, coast. you're listening to Canada Canada Talks. It's time to get back to the racetracks. For over 30 years, Quick Quick Fire Starters have fueled the sport on and off the track, making lighting your campfire as easy as one, two, three. There's no need for kindling or paper. Just pop your Quick Quick Fire Starter in the pit, add your wood, and presto, you're a pro. Quick Quick Fire Starters, no harmful chemicals, and guaranteed to light your fire every time. Quick Quick Fire Starters, the world's best fire starter. Rev TV, your motorsports and automotive destination. Watch live races from around the world and right here at home from two wheels to four and so much more. Rev TV is your source for motorsports. Rev TV features exclusive race series, up-to-date news coverage, documentaries, how-to programs, and adrenaline-filled lifestyle programs 24-7. Go green with Rev TV. Contact your TV provider to order. Tonight's Race Time Radio is fueled by... AP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. If you're a Springsteen fan, you just found the promised land. Hear rare interviews and performances. Live concerts. Is there anybody alive out there? Celebrity guest DJs. This is Rob Lowe. Hey, baby, it's little Steven here. And more exclusives when listening to Bruce Springsteen's channel. Welcome, Bruce Springsteen, to E Street Radio, your home great, away from home. Great to be here. E Street Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 20. Explore the musical world of an American rock and roll troubadour on his very own channel. Tom Petty Radio. All of Tom's music, influences, collaborations. This is Tom Petty here on The Very Treasure Show. Heartbreakers hosted shows. Check out my show, The Breakdown with Mike Campbell. And more. It's Tom Petty Radio. Channel 31. It's alright. And in the SXM app, included with all trials and popular plans. Did you know you can get home and away feeds for every NFL, NBA, and NHL game on your phone? I can't believe it! Every game, all season. It's all on the SXM app. Sports the way they're meant to be heard. With your hometown announcers just to tap away. Search for your team, then tap the star on the corner of the screen and save it as your favorite. It is gone! An incredible finish! And if you love college sports, when the game is on, just search for your school. It's always a home game when you listen to sports on the SXM app. Free for most subscribers. We're just getting started. That's right. Joe hasn't stuck his foot in his mouth yet. But hang tight, it's coming. Now, back to more Race Time Radio and Joe Chisholm. Uh, that's my buddy Andy. Yeah, I haven't stuck my foot in my mouth yet, but it's coming. You can guarantee it. Welcome back, everybody, to Race Time Radio. So, so glad you could tune in tonight. Uh, just got a text from uh, one of our broadcasters we got Jerry Paxton tuned in in Tasmania, Australia. 
Uh, hey, Jerry, how you doing, buddy? Look, 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 look. I got you right here, bud. You're right with me. And sort of segue into what I was talking about in the break uh, that I've got an announcement to make. Yeah, we have the Western Rattler 300 that we're going to do all live on Race Time Radio once again, the second annual. And man, what a race last year. Uh, Jerry couldn't make it last year. He was off uh, to Florida, I believe. And he already had prior plans. Uh, but I'm hoping he's going to be back from Australia in time uh, for the Western Rattler 300. Uh, it's going to be super. Uh, what a race last year. Uh, it, it was uh, Riley Siebert in the 09 car that went to victory lane that kicked off his season. Huge, huge win for Riley Siebert in that 09. Uh, right on his back bumper, dear old dad in the 69 car. Uh, and in third spot was the 42 of uh, Kyle Reed all the way from Alberta. Well, they sort of live in Nova Scotia, but he works in Alberta, but yet he was in B.C. for the Western Rattler 300. Uh, I sent him a little text, and I said, Hey, Kyle, uh, unfinished business. Are you going to come back and run the Western Rattler uh, this year in 2023? And it immediately came back. Absolutely. I'm coming back to win that baby. And uh, I know we're going to get Kyle on the program one of these nights real soon. Uh, he loves running. Last year, he ran the Easter Bunny and then uh, made tracks. I don't know how they did that, but they made tracks and had the 42 car shipped from there all the way out to BC to Penticton Speedway and uh, was ready to go for the Western Rattler 300. And man, what a race last year. I believe it was two hours, 59 minutes. That included, I'm talking flag to flag here, that included the halfway break where drivers went in and had a chance to uh, change sneakers, make any kind of updates that they wanted to make, final changes, if you will, and then they made their way back out onto the racetrack. Uh, i got to tell you, the 09 car and the 69 car, the two of them, were like, uh, I want to say first and second, maybe first and third. Uh, with the 42 car wedged in between at the halfway break. And uh, it, there's a rule. And you're not allowed to work on the car until everybody is parked. And the horn sounds. So you, nobody can touch the car. And I guess when the guys pulled in, uh, the crew came out and took a look at the 09 car, the 69 car. And I believe they physically touched the car. I don't know if they made any adjustments. I don't know any of the particulars. But uh, they did touch the car against the rules. And the 69 car of Trevor Siebert was sitting there and seeing the crew ahead of him touch the 09 car before the sound of the horn. He came on his radio, I guess, in amongst the team and said, hey, tell Riley, smooth move. Uh, he's got to go to the rear. And lo and behold, Trevor uh, felt something move in his car and his crew was uh, starting to work on his and he had to go to the rear. So you want to talk about an exciting second half with those two guys going to the rear. After working their way to the front, I thought, man, lights out. They're, they're done. There's no way they're going to be able to come back. I want to say there was only two cars out of the race at that particular point in time. Um, out, out of a full field to start the Western Rattler 300. And 
uh, they did. They managed to work their way back up. The 42 car of Kyle Reed was incredibly strong uh, running the race. He led a bunch of laps. The 12 car of Matt Shirley all the way from Saskatoon, another real fast race car. Uh, I want to say that uh, Brandon Carlson was another quick car uh, in the 14. There was a number of them that were really quick that had just little gremlins uh, and situations that were causing them to give up that lead as uh, the 09 car and the 69 car were on rails. Man, those guys kept coming the full race uh, with the 40, 42 car. I believe Brad Mann uh, checked in with the crew chief. And said the 42 car looks incredibly strong, but it looks like he's starting to fade a little bit. What's going on with the car? Is the driver saying anything? And lo and behold, his panhard bar, the bolt either came out of it or loosened off or something. He was dragging it on the racetrack and uh, it, it eventually cost him uh, position number one and position number two. Kyle Reed hung on to that 42 car and come home with a podium finish in what was a dynamite fast race. So you don't want to miss it. You want to be out in Penticton, May 5th, 6th weekend. It's going to be off the hook. Uh, Street stocks are going to run just like they did last year. And, of course, the late models are going to run the Western Rattler 300. And we're going to have live coverage for you on Race Time Radio. Not sure about Sirius XM just yet. Uh, I put it to the powers to be. And uh, if, there's a, if there's a way, uh, it, you can bet the SiriusXM will have live coverage as well. But at this particular point, you can count on Race Time Radio. We are going to be there. We'll have our stream going. We'll have all of it happening. And hopefully we can add in SiriusXM Satellite Radio and bring everybody across Canada, across North America, the Western Rattler 300 in uh in may it's going to be awesome and i know uh brad out on canada's east coast got a new job out there i don't know whether brad can make it but we're going to check in with brad and i know uh jerry paxton this bobblehead right here yeah he's going to be excited i can guarantee you uh he did come out uh we did one of the rs1 cup races from penticton jerry was off the hook uh, and how could you not be right a beautiful scenic racetrack uh, it's set right just about the top of a mountain. Uh, and then you look out and, uh, the scenery is just mind blowing. Not to mention the racetrack is, uh, one of the raciest short tracks I've seen here in Canada. Side by side, absolutely not a problem. Uh, they had a little issue down in turn number one and two, um, where, where there was a bump. So the driver either had to go high to miss that bump and it would really mess with the corner. Or they had to stay down real low. And not always do you get your preferential uh, lane that you want to run. Sometimes you got to run the outside. And I'll tell you what, when you hit that bump, uh, it really messed the car up. So uh, Trevor and the staff at Penticton Speedway, Lee, all those guys, went to work in the fall. And they took that bump out of the speedway and fixed it all up. We are going to be in for a dynamite. Western Rattler 300. And I sure hope you can join us at the Speedway. But if you can't, you can tune in live on Race Time Radio. Uh, really, really looking forward to it. Now, uh, the uh, NASCAR Penny Series has got their schedule out. And it's a great-looking schedule. Our next guest is going to be up here in a few minutes, uh, Doug Gonder. He is the assistant director 
uh, for the NASCAR Penny Series. And uh, Doug's been around this sport a long, long time. He's going to join us. Uh, can't wait to get caught up with Doug. And then in hour number two as well, we're going to catch up with Jason White. Yeah, we're used to hearing Jason in the RS1 Cup Series. Uh, we've also got used to seeing Jason at Daytona. Uh, he came away with top 10 finish in the ARCA car. And I want to say that he had, I, I believe it was top 10 finish in the truck as well. Uh, he does a great job behind the wheel, getting real good at the draft and getting real good at those long speedways. He has raced Daytona uh, quite a few times now. Um, he's tried his hand at Talladega. And I want to say Jason raced at Phoenix. So he's got a good mix of racetracks. He's familiar with the car that he's going to get in. I believe it's with Andy Hillenberg. And then the truck is Rayum Brothers uh, in the 33. So Jason familiar with those machines. And uh, I can well imagine he is coming off the chip to get there and to get to Daytona and get his opportunity again. You never know what can happen at that big, beautiful speedway. Uh, and Jason White from Sun Peaks, B.C., it's going to do a great job. Uh, and hopefully, as the snow melts up here, we get a chance to see Jason back in a pro-late model uh, for the Western Rattler 300. He was in it last year with the 33 car. And hopefully we get to see him again in the RS1 Cup Series out there on Canada's West Coast. You want to talk about a series, you got to watch Rev TV Canada. If you haven't got it yet, get Rev TV Canada Always an RS1 Cup race at least once a week is popping up uh, that you'll get an opportunity to go back and watch Rev TV and see that RS1 Cup series. Simply amazing to watch. Uh, it's really coming together. Al Liebert is doing a great job. Talked to him this week. Uh, cars are all coming together. I imagine we're going to have one of those drivers on here next week uh, that is to make an announcement I uh, can't tell you who it is, but he drives the 16 car. At least he did a couple of times last year. Uh, and I will keep you up to date and hopefully have that driver run next week with a big announcement for the RS1 Cup Series. But we are getting close to the top of the hour. I'm going to throw it back to Sirius XM for 90 seconds. Get you up to date on any of the news or highlights that you may have missed over hour number one here on Sirius XM. And then we will rejoin you for another hour here, as we always do on Race Time Radio. Uh, two hours tonight, and we will be two hours again each and every Sunday night right here on Sirius XM when we don't get preempted for a Raptor game or uh, yeah, there's major sports that happens on our channel. And occasionally we get preempted. When we do, you've always got racetimeradio.com that you can check out. Or you can always follow along on our YouTube channel. And please, do me a favor, hit that subscribe button when you're over on YouTube. We really appreciate it. And uh, you'll never miss Race Time Radio again. We always talk about Canadians and talk to Canadians and our U.S. friends uh, that are newsmakers. We get them on the show. And uh, we do that over the course of two hours each and every week. But we're going to throw it back to Toronto Get you up to date, 90 seconds, and then we'll come back. I know Doug Gonder will be with us, and we'll talk NASCAR pindies, uh with Doug. Yeah, he's uh, a wealth of knowledge, 
And if you've never met Doug Gondry, get ready. Tonight you will. And uh, he's going to do that in just mere moments. So throw it back to Toronto and we'll get you back in just 90 seconds. So stay with us all live tonight on Sirius XM, Channel 167. You're listening to Canada Talks on Sirius XM, Channel 167. Time Radio is brought to you by the Quality Inn, Halifax Airport, the official stay of the Race Time Radio broadcast crew. Also by APX Racewear, the motorsports leader in custom crew apparel and fire suits. Also by the Wooden Door Bistro. When you think NASCAR, when you think NASCAR, Sirius XM NASCAR Radio. This may be the most important thing that's ever happened. You're damn right, baby. The races. The Daytona 500 win. I love that we have playoff racing now. The talk shows. We'd love for you guys to participate as well. The unprecedented access. Well, I'm here at the red carpet with the fans. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio, Channel 90. Chastain did a video game move. Also streaming on the SXM app. I think they're happy down here. We're back with our number two of Race Time Radio. With the two Joes here on Race Time Radio on Sirius XM 167, where Canada talks. And welcome back, everybody, to Race Time Radio. You just get one Joe tonight. The other Joe still wounded his foot, still hasn't healed up, and I know Joe Jr.'s tuned in. Hey, kiddo, heal up quick, will ya? Uh, but we continue with our number two now, and we welcome in a good friend of Race Time Radio and a good friend of mine for a lot of years. His name, Doug Gonder, and he is the assistant director, uh, assistant race director for the NASCAR Pinty Series. What's going on tonight, Doug? How you doing? Very well, sir. How are you? Doing fantastic. Doug, you and I go a long, long way back, man. Uh, uh, back to the Arca days uh, at Daytona. Man, uh, you know, Speed Weeks, it just keeps on clicking along each and every year. <laughs> and uh, I, whenever I think Daytona, I think of you, my friend. Well, we'll be heading there in a few weeks, so we're looking forward to get back. It's been a long 2018 was the last time I was down there working, so looking forward to getting back and seeing everybody and getting back in the groove. Well, and I bet you a lot's changed, too, right, Doug, with uh, ARCA, uh, NASCAR, of course, absorbing ARCA quite a few years ago. All the fruits of those labors are all coming to the surface now. Looks like we're set up for a pretty good uh, run at Daytona this year. I believe so. Like Bobby Thompson, Grayling Call, they do a great job down there. Ron Dreger has always leads the pack. And I mean, I have to give a lot of credit to Ron and what he taught me over the years I spent with him. It was just, it was phenomenal. And the opportunity he gave me was great. Well, and then uh, you jumped in with the NASCAR Pindy Series. Back then it was the NASCAR Canadian Tire Series. How long have you actually been with the series? I believe 2010. I came up and joined both. And that was... I had to work in the sport on both sides of the border to keep my visa alive. That was the big thing. So, Yeah, 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 going back and forth. <laughs> and you do a great job at that. Well, it's, um, I'm fortunate with my real job at Bell that I have the flexibility. I've got a great family that supports me here, and they let me go play. <laughs> and, you know, the people that are there, you got to love them, right? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And you've worked your way up through in the NASCAR ranks uh, with the NASCAR Pinty Series. You started out as just uh, what, what uh, just an official that was uh, in the tech end of things, was it? Correctly, yes. 
Yeah, and it was um, last year I applied for the technical director's position. Out of that morphed, the, when I was being interviewed by Brandon Nagalski, morphed the idea of the assistant director's role. And he said, would you consider it? And I said, well, I'm never going to say no. And, you know, make me an offer, show me the paper. And that's, uh, it's history from there. I got an email from HR and there was the offer. And so here we are. So uh, much, so much has changed with the NASCAR Pinty series. You know, uh, it, it it started to rise and then it sort of leveled out. And I'm going by my opinion here. Uh, started to rise and then it sort of leveled out and then uh, oh, and made a couple of gains and then maybe slid back a little bit. Well, after the pandemic, man, things have gone straight up and they continue to go up for the NASCAR Pinty series. It's exciting. That's right. I mean, you have to. When you take a look at the pandemic, you look at um, what NASCAR put into it to have those few races, big renting, renting tracks, getting the cars out. I mean, the owners got behind it. NASCAR was behind it to keep the series alive. And then when they came out in 2022, the economy was such that it was everything was a go. There was a lot of hype. There was a lot of interest. I mean, we had uh, on average over 23 cars at every event last year, you know, 13 full-time teams, uh, three full-time net winners for the first time this year. And, you know, even the logistics to get to Newfoundland. I mean, that was that was huge. Um, first time ever having a dirt race at Oshwegan. That was a fantastic event. And it just goes on and on. Yeah, new, and the, new ground the cut. Of the, the ownership group, you've got the support of the owners, the drivers. Everybody's in a good place right now. And let's face it, if you don't change... Uh, nothing will ever change. If you do the same thing, you'll get the same result each and every time. And what I've loved about the NASCAR Pinty Series is seeing the growth spurt that everybody's been on, not to mention the tour itself, but the race teams have all started it too. We've got something now that is a true national coast-to-coast sort of situation happening, and it's exciting for the fans. We do. I mean, you take a look at the races we have, we've kind of adopted a new policy, not a policy, but it's saying that we don't want to add races. We want to add events and make the events better. And that's a, a win-win for everybody. It's a win for NASCAR. It's a win for the teams. It's a win for the crews. It's a win for the sponsors. You get more exposure. And that's at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. You put on a great show for the fans and you attract more fans to come to the racetrack. Pretty cool this past weekend and watch it on Rev TV Canada and up pops a race from uh, Three Rivers, uh, Trois Rivières and uh, <laughs> Dominic doing it, you know, keeping the race fans engaged, uh, had a nice race down there. Did you happen to catch it on Rev TV? It was a it was a real eye opener for me. I've got to be honest, Joe, until about five minutes ago, I was at my computer putting together schedules for 2023. So. Uh, I can well imagine it would be uh, uh, this industry doesn't matter what, uh, you know, part of this industry that we all play a role in. Uh, if you give it 24 hours, it'll take 25. Exactly. Exactly. And there's always there's a lot of eyes to dot and T's to cross. And there's a lot of communication going back and forth with the various tracks, uh, the promoters, the teams, the crew chiefs. I mean, I'm kind of doing two jobs right now that we're still in limbo without a technical director, but we're getting along and we're we're getting through the rulebook process and moving forward and answering a lot of phone calls. Well, and Doug, that wouldn't uh, like like the cool part about having you involved in this series is there's so many aspects that, um, 
you know, you can take this hat off and put that one on and, and train a guy or if need be, you know, pitch in here, pitch in there. You're not a utility guy that, that, you know, is hired to do one thing and one thing only. You are a utility guy that's been there, done that, and you don't mind building a team. Well, that's that's the beauty of the series and the beauty of the people we have. Everybody works as a team. I mean, Sherry Putnam, who's retiring this year or retiring this month, actually, mm-hmm. she did an amazing job of getting us through the pandemic and getting putting together a core team that really worked well together, gelled together very well, and could complement each other very well. And that's in itself, that's huge. Just like a race team. If you get a team that gels, they're going to be very successful. Yeah, and you guys uh, have got the right combination right now. Schedule was announced like a week ago. I know in talking to you, Doug, you guys wanted to get the schedule out before the last season even ended. But the harsh reality is when you're trying to gel things and make things better, sometimes it takes some time to do it. Anyway, we got a schedule out that is uh, pretty exciting for the race fans this year. It's a, it's a good schedule. It's pretty consistent what it was last year. We've added that dirt race to Ashwagen, so it's going to be a Monday night and a Tuesday night, uh, two full shows. That will be exciting. Um, it's going to be a bit of a challenge for the teams to keep their stuff together on the Monday night, or it's going to be a long night Monday night for them, Tuesday morning. And, you know, we'll just we'll go from there. We are looking at um, – we've looked at a lot of tracks across the country. There's a lot of interest across the country. We keep in contact and communication with other tracks and the promoters. And as I say, we want to build events. Yeah, build events from the ground up. And uh, anybody that has been to Three Rivers and seen uh, uh, GP3R uh, that has actually gone there where NASCAR is the headline for the weekend. I'll tell you what, there's 80,000 people there and it is off the hook. It's nuts. It, it is. I mean, the, the what Dominic does there and what the town does there, I mean, the whole town's involved. I mean, the downtown is basically closed for vehicle traffic, and it's a parade. It's the restaurants, there's bars, there's fireworks. I mean, everybody gets involved, and that's the type of event we want to build to moving the future. And the same thing could be said about Newfoundland. I know last year was the first year that Eastbound International Speedway had their event. Uh, knowing the guys out there, working with the guys out there, I can tell you this has been on their mind literally for years. And to see them finally be able to secure a NASCAR Pinty's race, a national tour, uh, is not only a dream come true, but it's been a work of labor for those guys to make it come true. Uh, going to be kind of cool. A second trip out there to the Rock this year, that event is going to explode as well. I, I do agree. And there's a lot of talk about uh, bigger and better parties. And it's like you say, I mean, Mike James and the guys, uh, Patty that owns the track, they're all fantastic to deal with. I was out there in the fall dealing with them on some track issues and looking stuff over. And it's anything you want, they've got it. They're great to work with. They have good ideas. And the people of the of the island are fantastic. No matter if you go to a restaurant or downtown, just walking around. It's all, it's all good. The teams enjoyed it. I mean, there was a little bit of a worry when all the haulers went on one ferry. And we thought, what if this ferry goes down? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It all worked out, and it's, we're, we're looking on building it bigger and better this year. Yeah, it's going to be incredible. Love the series. Uh, it kicks off at CTMP, or pardon me, kicks off at Sunset Speedway, and then you'll make your way back to CTMP. Uh, the speeds that are hit at CTMP, uh, they're crazy. When the guys are going down that long shoot coming back, 
Uh, it, it's uh, you, you want to talk. It's as fast as the guys are going at Michigan. Exactly. The cars are fast. Um, the tracks fast. The cars, the the quality of cars we've had in 2022 were second to none. The racing was closer, and that's judged by looking at the stats for the year. Everything everything is positive. The guys are building the cars better. Uh, we've got more cars finishing, and there's a lot of interest in the series. I mean, you take a look at the old guys that have been around. I'm talking old guys, like you know DJ Kennington and his his crew, Alex Tagliani, you know LP Dumoulin, and you've got the young guys that are coming up. Uh, Trayton Laspovich, you know, Steckley, Brandon Watson. I mean. Those guys are those guys are young and they're wheelmen. Oh yeah, and they're proving themselves. They get on the racetrack. I watched Brandon Watson this year. My jaw hit the table quite a few times. Same thing with Caden Lapsovich, as mentioned there, and uh, Kyle Steckler. Man, that kid's a chip off the old block. Can't wait exactly. to see what these guys do. And you see the veterans out there. Mark Dilly still kicking around. You see guys like uh, DJ Kennington. I can remember Doug, and you'll remember it well. Uh, he went on a tear one year. And he won seven events in a row, uh, seven races. And it was just unheard of. But DJ Kennington was that guy. Then he struggled for years to get back to victory lane. That's how fast the tides can turn. Yeah, and you could you could even go back to the Cup Series years ago. Uh, you know, you could put on your one hand who's going to win the race. It's going to be Pearson, Petty, Yarbrough. And everybody else is basically running for third through 30th. And that was, again, even in the Cup Series, they've got the cars back together, the cars are closer, and the competition is there. So you're going to go back down to Daytona for Speed Weeks. Uh, I, I can well imagine, uh, you and I used to all the time head out to New Smyrna Speedway. You'll be a fixture out there at night, I would take it? I'll, I don't have my entire schedule yet right now. I'm with the Mod Series, and then I'm with the Arca Series. On the dark days, I don't know what my schedule is yet, and then there's talk that I'll be with the National Series as well. So funny, you know, there's people in this industry that when they have, like you say, a dark day, uh, a day off, the only (laughs) thing they want to do is, I don't know, go golfing or watch TV or something like that. You can tell the true blue race fan uh, and and the person that's invested in this sport, you get a day off. That just means that you're going to go to a track that you want to go to instead of one that you got to be at. Yeah, and I'll have, definitely have to, uh, now that we've got two dirt races, spend some time at the dirt track. That's for sure. Oh, man, Volusia County. What a speedway. Yeah. Uh, great times out there. I Every time we were down there for uh, Speed Week, I would take one night, and I was going to the dirt track just to check it out. Uh, seeing guys like Clint Boyer back in the day, Steve Arpin yeah. out there on the racetrack, kind of cool. A lot of guys that you would see at the big track, they're playing on the dirt track, too. Exactly. I remember Steve Arpin driving that 55 car for Billy Venturini. That was Mike's Hard Lemonade was a sponsor then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly right. Uh, Steve did an amazing job in ARCA. Uh, he likes going over bumps now. I don't know what happened to Steve-O. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty amazing. Uh, Doug, there's been a lot of change in the sport. Uh, some of it isn't positive, uh, but... I think the positive outweighs the negative uh, in most cases. How about your thoughts? I agree with you 100% on that. Um, We all have ups and downs. No one's perfect. I mean, I made mistakes last year. You you reach out to the people and say, look, that one's on me. I made the mistake. I can tell you it's not going to happen again. And we move on. And uh, just the cooperation we have from the ownership group, from the crew chiefs, you can talk to them and say, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? And just get get their opinions. 
you don't have to automatically take all their pain, you do something with it, but just put it all in the bucket and see what it all comes out as. It's everybody wants to make the series better. Yeah, and that you know what? Even guys like us still learn something new every day, right? The day you stop learning, I guess it's time to fold the tent up. That's uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, and the day you stop learning, the day you become stagnant, and then you're left behind. That's right. Yeah, and it doesn't take long in this business. Everybody wants to pass you. It doesn't seem to matter what uh, you, you know what what your job is in this sport. Uh, it's kind of cool. The competitiveness runs all the way through us. It does. It does. It's highly competitive and um, tempers sometimes get the best of people. But at the end of the day, the one thing I'm proud of this series is that everybody from one end of pit road to the other can talk about it after the fact. Yeah, they're all pulling on the same rope and that's kind of cool. I know there's not a lot of registered cars yet. I don't know of a series that has a pile of registered cars at this particular point in time. But what's the future saying to you, Doug, in the conversations that you had? Do you think we're going to see more cars this year than we did last year? Or do you think we're going to be about the same? I think it's from what I've heard. Again, our registration basically went out a week ago when they got the paperwork finally pulled all apart. And we're getting it dribs and drabs back in. We'll have a better idea when we do the updates next week, and then we've got an owner's meeting coming up, we'll have an idea of that as well. Too funny. I just I, had a couple of lights fall down in the studio. literally just fell from the ceiling, but uh, we're still alive. At least these ones didn't go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. You guys fire up at Sunset Speedway, and uh, you carry on and go right across the country. How do fans stay up or maybe get more information if they want it? Uh, the NASCAR has the Pinty Series has their own web page. You can go there, um, just NASCAR.com and click on Home Track Series. And there's uh, yourself has a great wealth of information that's on your web page and other web pages that are out there. Well, we try and do our best to get everybody up to date and keep them up to date. Uh, and it's been great talking with you tonight, old friend. And uh, I know we all look forward to an exciting 2023. Because I know you guys are uh, hard at it, and you're going to get her done. We will, sir. Thank you very much, Joe. I appreciate it. Happy New Year. And one comment when you're talking to Jason, just ask him about this uh, shifter knob at Mossport one year. <laughs> yeah, I'll be sure to do that. I bet you he's okay, got sir. a tail. Uh, Doug, be safe. Have a great, great time down at Speed Weeks. And uh, learn lots, buddy. We'll see you back up here. Thank you. Having a great night. You betcha. That's Doug Gonder. Uh, always great to catch up with Doug. Uh, like I say, had a couple of lights fall down in the studio. We're going to fly the way we are because I think you can still see me. But we are going to hit a break right here on Race Time Radio. Don't you go anywhere. We will be back with you all live tonight on Sirius XM Channel 167 Canada Talks. Hey, race fans. This is George Wilson, number 77. You're listening to Race Time Radio. Race Time Radio. We'll be back in just a minute. Listening to Canada Talks on Sirius XM Channel 167. Did you know you could get home and away feeds for every NFL, NBA, and NHL game on your phone? I can't believe it! Every 
game all season. It's all on the SXM app. Sports the way they're meant to be heard. With your hometown announcers just, just a, a tap, tap away. away. Search for your team, then tap the star on the corner of the screen and save it as your favorite. And it is gone! An incredible finish! And if you love college sports, when the game is on, just search for your school. It's always a home game when you listen to sports on the SXM app. Free for most subscribers. What is Sirius XM NASCAR Radio? Tyler Reddy will go to victory lane at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. You just won at Indy. Down here in victory lane, let me ask the fans. It's all. Joey Logano will set his sights on a championship. Two times, baby. Things. He shoved him up the right track. Back up on the throttle as he heads to victory. <laughs> NASCAR. Oh, he loses it. He crashes. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio, Channel 90. Also streaming on the SXM app. Oh, hell yeah. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, New Glasgow, Andy Ganesh, and Port Hawkesbury, Nova Scotia. You can count on Napa know-how. AP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. From the streets of Hoboken to the Vegas Strip, Frank Sinatra's music all in one place. You make me feel so young. Perfectly Frank, playing nothing but Sinatra. I got the world on a string. Perfectly Frank, listen anytime and anywhere on the SXM app. Included with all trials and popular plans. From the high banks of Daytona. Cover it all. Ooh, that's going to leave a mark. And now, back to the Joes. Hey, shake and bake, gal. Woo, shake and bake. Here on Race Time Radio. And welcome back, everybody, to a dimmer Race Time Radio. We had a couple lights. Um, if you've ever seen the photos of the studio, we got all LED lights around the top. Um, uh, I guess something. I don't know how, but the one came off, and it was chain reaction. So, uh, Junior, you are correct. You're lucky you weren't sitting there because you would have got creamed by one of the lights here in the studio. Uh, would have definitely uh, would have got your attention. I can tell you that. Uh, but welcome back. Uh, we've got still one more guest still coming up, and two actually. We're going to hear from Jason White here shortly. Uh, he is heading for Daytona, going to drive in the Arkham Menard series, uh, and then he'll be jumping in to the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series uh, with the 33 truck. Uh, and I know Jason is excited. He was actually here in Ontario this weekend. His son competes in the downhill, and I believe they were at Collingwood, uh, where his son was competing in uh, the downhill skiing stuff. So we'll ask Jason about that. We'll have to ask him about that shifter knob as well. Uh, at CTMP, uh, probably came right off in his head. But uh, Jason is one of those guys that you definitely got to keep your eye on. Whether he is down in the U.S., running in ARCA, running in the trucks, 
or if he's up on this side of the border. Of course, a longtime competitor in the NASCAR Penny Series uh, and has done a great job behind the wheel of the 21 car, normally the 21, sometimes the 28, depending on the year. Uh, but we also see Jason White in the uh, in the races out west. Uh, he jumped in to the Western Rattler 300 last year. We also seen him a full-time competitor in the RS1 Cup Series in the 33 car. Does a phenomenal job. Um, I, I can't recall Jason winning just yet, but he has been on the podium a number of times. Uh, and I can't, uh, I, I don't doubt we're going to see Jason in victory lane. Uh, and uh, man, it may even come at Speed Weeks this year. Going to be kind of cool to check that out. Uh, so much stuff happening. I love scrolling through Facebook and seeing, you know, that's where we're picking up on a lot of news because, of course, we follow a ton of teams. Uh, and I see uh, Michael Cormier is going to have his team heading down to New Smyrna Speedway. Uh, it's always great watching the New Smyrna Speedway website. Uh, they've got a link on there that gives you up to date the drivers that are committed uh, or have got their name in the hat, so to speak, and registered for the World Series of Asphalt Stock Car Racing. Uh, and the list continues to grow week by week. And you're really going to see some updates over the next couple of weeks. Guys will be making their plans to uh, go down to New Smyrna Speedway and jump in. Uh, and I'll tell you what, there's a ton of eyeballs. If you go down and you're racing, uh, it's nine nights straight. If you've never been to New Smyrna Speedway or been down to the Daytona Beach area for Speed Weeks and you're a race fan, maybe you're a new race fan and you've never done it, you got to check it out. You have to. Uh, you got Daytona International Speedway. Uh, no longer do they just run in the daytime. No, they got a lot of races that take place at night. It's all lit up. I was there uh, the year that they added the lighting to Daytona. Man, I'll tell you, I, I remember it well. The three car back then, Dale Earnhardt Sr., uh, was the uh, the guy that was under the lights doing test laps, uh, you know, and dialing the lighting in. Uh, it was uh, really something to see uh, and a memorable time to be at Daytona. Uh, but for those short track fans that maybe just got involved in the sport this year, uh, let me give you just a little snapshot of what it's like to go down for Speed Weeks it all starts February, I want to say the 10th this year, uh, nine nights straight at New Smyrna Speedway. It's called the World Series of Asphalt Stock Car Racing, and uh, it's well over 50, 60 years old now. Uh, and you want to see the stars of tomorrow today? That's where you're going to catch them. At New Smyrna, uh, which is about, I'm going to say, 25 miles away from Daytona International Speedway. And, of course, you've got all the activity that takes place at Daytona. Uh, you've got uh, the Cap Series, of course. They're going to be running um, uh, to not only uh, make it into the Daytona 500 with their qualifying. You've got the duels. Uh, you've got uh, the shootout. You've got everything that takes place at Daytona. Then you've got New Smyrna Speedway running the World Series. I want to say there's 10 different divisions that are going to be taking place at New Smyrna this year. Uh, and then about 25 miles the opposite direction, you'll be able to go to Volusia County Speedway and you'll be able to see uh, the world's best on dirt. And they compete 
night after night with uh, championships and points and all kinds of stuff. So uh, if you're a short track fan, you're a race fan, you want to make it to Speed Weeks for all the action down there. Uh, it's kind of cool. But our next guest is up on uh, the, on video, and we got Jason White with us, and he is getting ready to go for Speed Weeks. He's going to be doing it in an ARCA car. He's going to be doing it in a Camping World truck. And let's welcome him in. What's going on tonight there, Jay? How you doing? Good, Joe. How are you doing, man? Fantastic. How did the weekend go? How did the, how did your son make out? Did he win? Yeah. We had a, about a mid-pack uh, Mac pack run, but we're out here in your neck of the woods at uh, Horseshoe Mountain Resort. And uh, he's on the Canada Cup Freestyle Tour, so we're pretty proud of him for sure. And and uh, he's only 14 years old, competing against a lot of a lot of kids that are older than him, actually adults that are older than him. So we're pretty proud of him, that's for sure. Oh, man. So cool, Jay. And coming off uh, the, the mountains, uh, your son definitely is a chip off the old block. Loves the speed, only on skis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, I did, never did what he does. I'm, I'm kind of glad I don't know his craft because uh, I never did the aerial stuff. But I did the speed on skis, and uh, I, can, I can help him with the, with the preparation and stuff. But I'm just glad to be there and help him out and support him and they're they're pretty awesome. These little freestyle kids. They jump forty feet in the air and they fly one hundred and fifty feet. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, talk about your heart and your mouth. Seeing your kid flying down there, you want to see him do good. You want to see him go far, go <laughs> fast. But uh, man, you want to see him land and come back, right? Yeah, that's for sure. For sure. Incredible, Jay. You are becoming one of those guys that uh, absolutely every Canadian's got to be watching when we talk uh, Speed Weeks and Daytona. Uh, you've been down there a few years now, and you've got some results in both the ARCA presented by Menard Series as well as the Thirty Three Truck. You got to be excited about Speed Weeks, bud. Yeah, I'm really excited to get back behind the wheel down there for sure. Um, a lot of good things happening with Rayum Brothers Racing. This is my fifth season with them. And, you know, Josh Rayum is just, uh, he's very determined. And, and uh, he's, he's been doing all the right things. He's been growing the team. Um, it's not a fast process, as you know. It's, it's something that you build on um, year after year. And, you know, he's, he's pretty proud. He's got, uh, he's got good pit equipment now. He's got good pit boxes. He's got, a, he's got his own team now to go over the wall. He doesn't have to hire out uh, subcontractors anymore. So we're getting better and better all the time. And, uh, you know, as you know, it was it was bittersweet uh, in Talladega. We didn't qualify for the race, but you know, we took that truck back to the shop, and they just devoured that thing. And we got some pretty experienced uh, people working on that truck, and we're really confident. Uh, you know, we found a few things. We found the gear ratios were off at Talladega, so you know, coming into that in lap of qualifying, you need to be up to speed, and we weren't getting up to speed fast enough. So we found that, and we found a few things with uh, you know aerodynamics wise. So. We're uh, we're ready, and I'm more ready than I've ever been. I, I'm confident, and uh, you know I seem to have a bit of a bit of a knack for these super speedways. So hopefully, I can be patient. And you know, last year we're at the white flag. We were in the lead pack, racing for the win, and uh, you know, obviously we uh, we got taken out there. And a little bit of arrow uh, arrow got caught in the middle, going through the trioval at Daytona, and uh, you know, but being in that lead pack, fighting for the win. Uh, at the at the white flag is is where we need to be and we need we need to put ourselves back in that position and and hopefully we can we can all be patient and be there at the end uh, well said well said and i know jay from watching you participate in those races at daytona um whether it be in the car or the truck you have got the patience you have got that ability where you can hold back 
and big picture it. Uh, and that's the cool part. You're number one. Everybody went, Jason White? No, no, I'm not helping him. And you could see them scatter. They wouldn't help you at all. Uh, but not so when you're number two, you're number three. Things start to gel, and all of a sudden, yeah, I don't mind going with that guy. That guy, yeah, he's good. I'll leave him on the last turn of the last lap, but let's work together to get up there. Yeah, the the biggest thing at, at a super speedway is if you don't have a yellow stripe on your bumper, they will look at going with you. They'll look. That's not. I'm not saying they're going to go. I, I've been hung out to drive by the Kyle Busch Motorsports guys. I was at Talladega two years ago. There was four of them, and I got in line, and all of a sudden they scattered <laughs> they left me behind and then they all locked back together again and they, and they took off. But um, you know, the yellow stripe is really what they're looking for. But uh, in reality on, on at Daytona and, uh, you know, at super speedways, your spotter is really driving the, the vehicle. And I have a great spotter and Randy Bradshaw. He's, he's probably one of the, you know, oldest school spotters out there, but he, I, I always tell Randy when we lock and load and I say, Randy, you know, you're driving this thing. I'm just holding the steering wheel. And, and uh, it, it really makes it that it, he keeps me as calm as possible. There's lots of times when I want to go up and when the truck or, or the ARCA car will, will go and I want to go, it's, it's like, it's, it's a horse wanting to gallop. And, and uh, he's like, no, not yet, not yet. So it's, it's, uh, it's really important to have that, you know, up on the, on the spotter stand and, you know, having a crew chief to, uh, to be there to calm you down as well. That's really important because, you know, there's times in the race where you're, you're way faster than, than most of the cars or trucks in front of you. So you just, it's, it's so hard to be patient, but you got to rely on your team to keep you back and hold the reins. Yeah, You're holding back here. You know, spotter says, no, 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 Jay, not yet, not yet. Stay back, stay back. You're holding back, holding back, holding back. And all of a sudden uh, you see the smoke, you hit the binders, you go around it and you see a great big wad and you think, Wow, am I ever glad I wasn't part of that? <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. It's uh, it's a lot of fun, though, man. I, I tell you, I've I've done a lot of racing in my life, and you know, I, I always say I, I'm not the best race car driver, but I'm probably one of the better racers. I understand how the sport works. I understand how the business works, and and I get that you know it's all the big picture. And this big picture has been in planning since I was 15 years old, and I'm now going to Daytona these last couple times with the intent to win. I, I don't want to. I don't want to wait around the back and see what we get. I want to get up there and, and push forward. And you know what? It's it's that old an old old analogy. If you you're either going to take the checker flag or bring me the steering wheel, and that's what I told Josh yesterday. I'll, I'll bring you the steering wheel, but if we're not in the lead, but uh, that's that's finally my focus is to that. It's not just let's see where we can be. It's uh, let's go out and 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 do our best and see if we can win this thing and and uh, you know just just get up and and, and have some fun in the victory circle that's what we're looking for <laughs> hey and you can get it done i think back to the years john king won at daytona uh, johnny was no favorite johnny was uh one of those guys that was just uh he was out there uh but yet at the yeah. end of the race who was standing in victory lane he's got that forever uh and and it's yeah. possible i think back to when i was down there uh, uh race time radio had just started up Mario Goslin went out and qualified. I think he qualified like 28th in the ARCA race. He had nothing on his car. It was the number 12 car. He had nothing on it. I'm sitting on pit road, and uh, his brother walked by, which is his crew chief. And I said, hey, you guys got nothing on the car. He's Canadian. I'm Canadian. I'd like to get a sticker on his car. Is that possible? He said, come with me, youngster. Come on. So we went back to the hauler, put a logo on his car, and lo and behold, in that uh, Lucas Oil 200, I watched 
uh, Mario Goslin go from near the back all the way to the front, and he led a pile of laps until uh, the big one happened. And it was Bobby Gerhard that touched him, and he wrecked. But I'll tell you what. We almost won that ARCA 200, that number 12 car. Mario Goslin almost did it. And dreams can come true at that racetrack, and some nightmares can get spun. You've been on both ends of it. I certainly have. <laughs> 2019, we, you know, a couple of top 10s in both races. And, uh, and then, oh, then we've, you know, we haven't made the race before. And, you know, last year was the biggest heartbreak of all. Not making the race is one thing, but getting to the white flag and you're in seventh place and you're in the hunt that is a really big heartbreak so um you know you're right we've we've been there for both um the ups and the downs and we've we've seen them both and you know we're like i said we're, we're we got a lot of uh a lot of things coming our way you know uh josh rayum just signed with ford performance so we're going to be in a ford um uh, in the truck and uh i'm really looking forward to that they've they've really come on board with josh and they see what josh is doing so we're really excited about that and then the Arca side on Saturday afternoon, early Saturday afternoon, we'll be uh, back with Andy Hillenberg and Fast Track Racing. And uh, just always a solid car. Um, looks like I'm going to be in a Toyota. So I was hoping uh, Amber, I sent Amber a message and uh, and I sent Caden a, a message there. Hey, you guys, if I'm in a Toyota, pick me, pick me, draft with me. And I'll yeah, hopefully yeah. hook up with those Venturini cars and go to the front. That's kind of what I'm hoping. But uh, both both races I'm really excited about for sure. Uh, we're with Jason White tonight. Sun Peaks, BC is where he calls home, but he's going to be uh, a resident of Daytona International Speedway come Speed Weeks. Uh, he's going to be in the ARCA Series, also going to be in the truck. Jason, you're in the 33 truck. How about the car? What number is Andy's car? I believe I'll be in the 12 again, uh, which is a good number. That's what we had our top finish in, so I think I'll be in the 12. Uh, possibly the 11. Uh, they, they don't decide that stuff uh, etched in stone until about a week before. Um, I got my choice of cars uh, in that stable. Um, basically, I'll, I'll be getting the, the faster car in the stable. Um, so hopefully uh, hopefully we'll be in that fast Toyota. They got, they got a really fast Toyota. They also have a fast Ford there. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see. Maybe we'll get in that Ford as well. I've, I've been in it before. I was in it when it was brand new. And uh, it needed some work, but uh, apparently the last year um, they've done some work to it, and it's pretty fast as well. They had some good results with it. So um, we'll uh, just see what we get, and whatever it is, I'll lock and load and let Randy guide me to the front there, and uh, hopefully we get a good qualifying effort. That's the biggest thing in ARCA. With the with the way they qualify with the five cars at a time and the mm -hmm. group pack qualifying, if you get in a good group like I did in 2019, I got in there with some Venturini cars, and, and uh, you, you all, you know, Michael waited in turn two for all of us, literally up high, and, and we all went, and we were the top five in qualifying. So if you can get in that in a pack and, and, and get in the top ten there and stay up there, that's the biggest thing in that race. So that's what we'll be looking to do for strategy-wise for that one, and uh, whatever car we get in, we'll just uh, do our best in it for sure. Now, I can guarantee it. And Canadian race fans, you do a great job with your social media. Uh, you do a lot of videos, walking through the garage and keeping everybody up to date. Uh, it's cool because I love watching it to stay up on you. Uh, give us a hit on where fans can tune in because you're going to do it right across Canada. You're getting to be known now as the guy we can all count on to be down there and have a horse in the race. <laughs> well, I sure hope so, and I really appreciate the support from you, Joe, and, and all the Canadian race fans. It's uh, 
it's pretty awesome to go down there and represent the Canadian flag. And as you know, there's always a Canadian flag on our race vehicles. It's always uh, something we represent. So you can definitely follow along at Racing Jason White and at Rayon Brothers Racing, uh, both on Instagram and Twitter platforms and uh, Racing Jason White on the on the Facebook. And we'll definitely be, uh, whether we're doing good or doing bad, I always like to uh, make sure everybody knows it's, it's not always glorious, as you know. So we, uh, we, we, we have a lot of downs in racing and you got to keep the fans up to date, whether it's ups or downs. So we'll uh, hopefully be going down there and having a lot of ups and uh, coming home uh, with our head held high and uh, looking forward to getting into some, uh, some other racing in the summer. Not quite sure what that is yet, but uh, maybe some Pinty's races and uh, I was down at Larry Jackson's shop the other day. So Larry ah. and I got talking. Ah, so, you got uh, the itch, <laughs> do you? You got the itch again. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, amazing, amazing, Jay. Uh, it's going to be exciting, and I know you don't sugarcoat nothing. Uh, you're telling the fans the way it is. You're genuinely excited when positive stuff happens, and uh, if the negative stuff comes around, you tend to lay it all out. Jay, tell me what it's like. I asked Peter Gibbon this, uh, Gibbons this years ago when Peter was running the NTN bearings car in the Arca Series, and I'm talking like a long time ago. I said to Peter at the Cascar Banquet back then, uh, had him sitting across the road. I said, Pete, what's it like to run Daytona in a two-and-a-half-mile racetrack? And I, I was sitting there, uh, Sue and I and little Joe. Joe was just a little wee runt then. And uh, we're sitting in the grandstand. I want to say it was practice uh, for the Arca Series. And Pete come off turn four and was heading for the trioval and popped a tire and man, it sounded like a gunshot going off. He hit the wall and skidded all the way down into turn number one. And I remembered it. And I said, Pete, what was that like? And he said, Joe, it's just like you got no brakes. Everything just happens faster. And it's like you have no brakes for quite a while before it slows down. Jay, you've been involved in good runs and fast runs. You've also been in your share of getting tied up in the big one. What's it feel like inside that vehicle? I, it almost like it slows down when that happens in front of you, um, especially, you know, like you said, you know, coming off of off the corner four or two or whatever. Um, it, it almost like it slows down. But when <laughs> I, I, I've been in a wreck and then you come into the pits on the yellow and they fix fix the vehicle or the truck or whatever it is, the Arca car. And, and then you get out and you get ready to go green and they're like, OK, go. And you're like, is everything all right? <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah, it, it should be fine. Should like, okay. Be. So you get up real close to that wall for the first lap or two and make sure that that right front's not going to blow because uh, it gets pretty intimidating once you come back and you know you got some damage to your vehicle. But uh, you got to you got to put it to the floor and you got to just take what you can get. You know, it's uh, it is what it is. And we're not in this for a haircut now. So you got to you got to sh- put up or shut up and uh, and just uh, and do what the do what the crew chief tells you at that point. And, uh, you know. It, it it is it's kind of a hard uh you know you, you feel like you you're you're helpless at that point you know when when things like that happen but uh it, it's it's like i said it's almost like it slows down everything slows down and then the impacts are you know you you have so much adrenaline in you that you don't really feel the feel the impact until the next morning you can feel the <laughs> the bruising but the adrenaline takes over for so long and it's and it's so powerful that you don't feel you don't feel much about it other than you know that you're out of the race, which which hurts more than anything I've ever felt. Is uh, like I said last year at the white flag. That's I, I've never felt any pain like that <laughs> physically. It uh, it hurts. It hurts that you're that close, and it hurts that you could be there and and uh, finally you know get that that big finish and and not just waiting around for that big finish. You're racing for that big finish, and 
you know, we're, uh, we're always looking for that. So it's, uh, it's very humbling. Let's put it that way. <laughs> well, you got to have those pages in your book, right? If you're going to be successful in this game, you got to experience the highs and lows. And Jay, you've done both the highs and lows. Not this year at Daytona, though. When do you head out of Sun Peaks, BC and head for Daytona to get things set and ready to go for ARCA and TRA? I'm actually going down a little bit early to Charlotte. I'm going to go to both shops. I really want to get in that truck and get comfortable. It's one thing I've never really, you know, I go down a day before maybe, but I'm going down a few days before to spend some time in the shop and uh, make sure that, that if we need to put some shims in the seat to make me more comfortable and make it so your legs don't fall asleep and things like that, I really want to get comfortable in that truck. So I'm going to go down a good uh, eight days before and uh, go to Charlotte for three days in the shop and then head down and, and uh, hopefully watch my Niners in the Super Bowl on the Sunday. We're, we're just got to get by the Cowboys here. It's been a struggle tonight. So <laughs> <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll see how that goes. But uh, yeah, I'll be down there a good week before and spending some time at the shop. Uh, that's good. Uh, and you know what? The, the, the crews will be happy to see you too. The more time you guys can bond and spend together, probably the better the success is going to be. The trust goes up and away we go. And, uh, that's that's going to be kind of cool. Uh, Doug Gonder had him on from NASCAR Pennies. He said, you got to ask Jason White about a shifter knob at CTMP. What's all that about? What, did, what happened there? <laughs> yeah, when it comes off their handle, it's not a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and it starts rattling around in the car. Yeah, no, that wasn't very fun. Underneath the uh, underneath the throttle pedal and the and the brake pedal and stuff. Yeah, when you're when you're going real fast at Mossport, it's not fun when the, when the shifter knob comes off. That's yeah. for sure. That's uh, funny that Doug remembered that. <laughs> oh yeah, he did. He did. Uh, I can guarantee it, Jay. You can guarantee that this country is going to be pulling for you every which way possible. Uh, it's going to be exciting to see you on the racetrack again. Uh, we wish you nothing but the best. Go out there. Do what you always do, Jay. And that is give it your 110%. I know the results are coming. You had the bad luck. Now it's time for the good luck, my friend. And you're going to be there to get it. You bet, man. Thank you very much. And like I said, thanks to everybody who follows and and has been part of this uh, this dream to get to you know these these sorts of races, and and now all of a sudden we're we we, we hopefully got a real good piece to to get out there, and we got opportunities. So that's all you can ever ask for in racing is opportunities, and I appreciate everybody that's uh, that's helped get me there. Jason White, watch for him. It could be the number twelve in Arca Menards. Uh, might be the eleven. We'll have to wait and find out, but definitely the thirty three truck. And hopefully, we see him in the 33 out in RS1 Cup Series. Got to get Daytona out of the way, and then we're going to lean on him for what's happening in the summer. But, Jay, we'll be back in touch. You have a good one. Hopefully, we get you on between the ARCA race and the truck race or something. Definitely after to recap your, uh, your, your time at Daytona. I know we're going to have fun. Thanks, Matt. I really appreciate it. Joe, you guys have a good night. You betcha. That is Jason White. Watch for chasing Jason White. He's going to do really good this year. Going to be exciting, I can guarantee you. We're going to hit our final break here on Race Time Radio. And when we come back, we have much time left. Uh, I'm going to check in with Junior and we'll find out the progress on what's happening over at his joint next here on Race Time. Stay with us. Radio is brought to you by the Quality Inn, Halifax Airport, the official stay of the Racetime Radio broadcast crew. Also by the Wooden Door Bistro. 
Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Actor, comedian, producer, musician, and Oscar nominee, Dan Aykroyd has done it all. Aykroyd was an original cast member of SNL starting in 1975, and his legendary characters include one half of two wild and crazy guys and, of course, Elwood Blues. From Ghostbusters to Coneheads to Driving Miss Daisy to Crystal Head Vodka, he is one of Canada's most accomplished citizens. Dan Aykroyd, 2005 inductee on Canada's Walk. Of fame. Iconic games. 43 points for Stephen Curry. The Golden State Warriors have recaptured home court. One of the best players in the league requesting a trade. The Suns and the Heat are among the two teams Durant has on his wish list. And saying goodbye to one of the greatest players that ever lived. The passing of NBA legend Bill Russell today at the age of 88. If you missed our top 10 NBA stories of 2022 with Frank Isola and Mitch Lawrence, hear it anytime with the SXM app. Just search NBA Radio. Alexa, play NASCAR Radio on Sirius XM. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio from Sirius XM. Start your engine! Gain access to NASCAR's biggest name. Martin Truex Jr. Kyle Busch. Chase Elliott. Hear live coverage of every single race. They're side by side for the win! Woo! It's unfiltered 24-7 NASCAR. Welcome to Victory Lane. We've got breaking news. Let's go to the hotline. This is Sirius XM NASCAR Radio, Channel 90. Listen on the app or at home on devices equipped with Amazon Alexa. Learn more at SiriusXM.com slash NASCAR. Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, Fort Hawkesbury, New Glasgow, and Indigadish, Nova Scotia. Drivers, start your engines! Welcome back to the track. Live on Race Time Radio, Sirius XM 167. And welcome back, everybody, right here all live tonight on Sirius FM Channel 167 Canada Talks. And oh, by the way, on our YouTube channel, Race Time Radio TV. Welcome to all of you. Or maybe you're tuned in throughout the course of the week over on the PerformanceMotorsportNetwork.com. Got to thank Steele and all those guys there for airing Race Time Radio numerous times throughout the course of the week. Uh, we genuinely appreciate it. Uh, to all of our U.S. listeners down that way, uh, thanks so much and welcome to Race Time Radio. Uh, what a what a busy week it's been. Uh, we've been doing lots here in the Race Time Radio to prepare uh, and try and upgrade the show as we do it uh, next week on the program. We're going to be able to look forward to seeing some video clips. Well, we have guys up like Jason White. Uh, we'll be able to uh, not only see and hear, Jay, if you're tuned in on our uh, uh, on our uh, YouTube channel, uh, you'll be also able to see some video clips as we have them on, trying to make the show a little bit uh, more user-friendly, a little more watchability as opposed to just watching some old guy talk about racing. Uh, we've got a lot of great guests, and I know we look forward uh, to upgrading things as we go. Um, and don't forget about Rev TV Canada. Uh, we could be putting some together with those guys as well, where uh, Race Time Radio could appear on Rev TV Canada, uh, right across the full network here in Canada. Uh, love dealing with Mike Garrow and his whole group. A uh, bunch of true professionals. Seen that ice race this weekend. That was kind of cool. Uh, to see it, Travis Pastrana was here. 
Uh, he didn't finish up real good. Um, I think there was, um, I want to say there was either eight, eight or nine cars in the race. Um, and Travis, I think, finished like sixth. Uh, didn't get the launch that he wanted. Seen the last chance qualifier. Oh, man. I'll tell you what, those guys were getting it on. There was only three cars in the last chance qualifier. All three of them wrecked on lap number one. Uh, and the snowbanks just flew. Uh, cars got damaged pretty good, and then they went. And they had two of them fixed up enough that they could battle it out. And uh, the one guy did qualify and make it into the race. The other two sadly had to pack up and head out. Their next Canadian event, which you'll be able to catch on Rev TV Canada, I might add, is coming up in Calgary, I believe. Uh, and you'll be able to watch that. Uh, it'll be quite interesting uh, to see some of the ice racing uh, that takes place. And, yeah, you know, if Travis Pastrana is part of it, you're going to be entertained. Uh, it was definitely entertaining to watch it on uh, Saturday afternoon on Rev TV. So uh, check it out. Uh, but it's uh, been a great show tonight. Uh, and talking to the guests, I know we're all excited for the NASCAR Pinty Series to fire off. And if you just tuned in late, the Western Rattler 300 is all going to be live on Race Time Radio from Penticton Speedway out in British Columbia. I might add, their schedule is posted now, and tickets are available. So uh, you want to talk about a great gift. You can uh, go to Penticton Speedway, click on there, buy some tickets, uh, maybe someone's birthday or, uh, you know, we get up to Father's Day, whatever. Um, it, it You can't lose. When you get tickets to a race, if you get tickets, uh, you got something in your hand. It's kind of cool. And I know whoever you give those tickets to, uh, whether it be birthday, uh, any kind of celebration, uh, it's kind of cool. And they definitely will appreciate getting those race tickets in hand. And I'm not talking just Pantecton. Right across the country, so many good race tracks have got ticketing, actual tickets. If you're going to a Speedway and you're getting us a little receipt out of a cash register, uh, you want to maybe look twice. <laughs> they should. It, it, there isn't a major sporting event that hasn't got a ticket, and I know uh, it's always good to have those tickets. By the way, Gary Elliott has got his diecast cars. Uh, the Quaker State 36 car, I know ours are in the mail. I was talking with Gary just the other day. Ours are in the mail, and we're going to have them here in the Race Time Radio studio, hopefully for next week, uh, and I'll be able to show you. But they are uh, up for grabs. So uh, you can contact Gary on Facebook. It's Gary Elliott. Uh, contact him if you want one of his diecast cars. You can't go wrong. They're a beautiful-looking car, celebrating 50 years with Quaker State on that race car but we do have junior up on the hotline what's going on there june bug how you doing hey doing good how are you good how's the foot coming along i know people are asking so how are you feeling <laughs> we're we're about i don't know 30 percent of the way there <laughs> yeah it's healing but uh, getting a little better well slow at it right you did a lot of damage there uh stepping off that edge and when you heard the pop that meant there was something really going on yeah, absolutely blew right front yeah 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 uh, pretty... Hey, I'm glad that I wasn't there. You you tried throwing some lights at me, I heard. Wow, I'll tell you what, Junior, you are lucky that you weren't there. The one that's kind of over your head was the first one to drop. I thought there was an earthquake because there was lights falling everywhere. Um, but I guess my tape let go on that one corner and it took them all. Who knew? Gravity gravity and tape don't get along. No, no, no. I, what I should have done was use that alien tape. That stuff works on everything. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. Well, uh, they're going to go back up. 
What's that? Great show lineup with uh, with Caden and and Doug and and uh, Jason White. Congrats to his son over there at Horseshoe Valley. He's only a hop, skip, and a jump away from us. But uh, yeah, it's great uh, great lineup tonight. Yeah, a lot of fun, a lot of fun. And talking to guys, you know, uh, an angle. Uh, I messed up. I hear I'm thinking he's getting ready for New Smyrna and he's going to do testing there. Not so. He was in Georgia. He's getting ready for uh, Speedfest. Yeah, absolutely. Speedfest is coming right around the corner. Uh, going to be on uh, on Race in America. Um, uh, you can't uh, you can't say enough about Speedfest. It's growing over the past few years, and and uh, man, the the talent uh, the talent list is deep over there. They pay out a lot of money, and and uh, they they attract uh, they attract an amazing guard count over there. Oh yeah, the who's who are going to be there. You can guarantee it. Uh, Nagel fit right in with those guys. Uh, Nicholas does a great job behind the wheel of that 08 car. Uh, he has, and then he's going to head for New Smyrna Speedway uh, and, and get involved with the World Series of Asphalt Stock Car Racing. How about your ear to the pipe? You're hearing anybody else? I see Mike Cormier is going to be going from the East Coast. I think. Yeah, there's a name, the number 94 car um, in in Pro Late model. Um, I can't, uh, I can't pull it off the top of my head. Right, right. Um, but, uh, number 94, he's from Ontario, Canada, uh, going to be making the trip down. Um, but other than that, uh, man, I was expecting a couple more names, but, but, uh, excited to see how Glenn Styers does. I know that whole WMI team, uh, have been, have been working day and night on that zero car, uh, with, uh, with, with Glenn Styers and, and that team. Uh, he's going to be, uh, he's going to be digging. He, he definitely wants more results than he, than he had at, at, uh, five flags, mm-hmm. but, uh, judging by how he did towards the end of, of the week over there at five flags, I think he's going to, he's going to bring, uh, bring a pretty decent bullet to the, to the, uh, to the fight. So, um, yeah, it's a little bit less than normal. Uh, but I think we've covered that over the past couple weeks. Um, there's going to be a, a decent car count. Uh, from Canada, but uh, slightly smaller than normal. I got a minute and a half left. I want to know how you're making out with Two Speed, your new job. I've been seeing lots of stuff on social media. You guys are going to be busy cats. Yeah, Two Speed, two speed Motorsports is uh, is something that's pretty cool. It's uh, for racers, by racers, and um, we've got uh, a really diverse product line. Uh, Corey McAllister and, and the uh, the engineers over there at Two Speed um man we're, we're gonna be bringing a lot of really cool stuff uh our official unveiling i know you know we're, we're we're building our social presence and stuff like that but our official unveiling is going to be at motorama uh where where you can actually stop in and, and touch and feel and see uh the different products that uh that we're going to be launching with and and uh, uh there's a couple of surprises in there um <laughs> that uh, that people haven't seen so um Man, I, I know that lots of people already have the jack stands. Lots of people already utilize the uh, the gear pots, uh, but uh, we have uh, quite a few products that are going to be launching over there at Motorama. So uh, get uh, get your tickets and and make sure to stop by and see us March 10th through the 12th. Yeah, and so quiet, I might add. Junior won't even tell me he's keeping it that much of a secret. So uh, <laughs> go, going to be pretty wild, Junior. Uh, good to hear that you're healing up. And uh, you, you keep doing the exercises on it. It'll come, man. It'll come. Don't don't get too frustrated. Move the studio upstairs so that I can make it into into the studio so that it's not down in the bat cave. Ah, there you go. And you want me to really secure these lights before you come back, right? 
Yeah, if you could use a screw or two, that'd be great. Well, that, maybe you'll have to wear a helmet over on that side of the that that side of the studio. No, we're good. <laughs> clear, clear. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible, Joe. Thanks for jumping in. Uh, good to see you. Good to talk to you. And I know we look forward uh, to you getting healed up and getting back in here. Absolutely. You guys take it easy. Thanks for having me. You betcha, Joe Chisholm Jr. He is getting healed up, but. Uh, we are coming to the top of the hour where we got to throw it back to Sirius XM. And uh, the programming continues here on the channel. So glad you could tune in tonight. Sure hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to hit subscribe, hit like, do all of that stuff, and share it amongst your friends. Uh, it, we surely appreciate it. Uh, but thanks so much for tuning in, and we will be back with you next Sunday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Time right here on Sirius XM, Channel 167, and on RacetimeRadio.com and Racetime Radio TV on YouTube. Have a good one, everybody. Take care. Thanks for listening to Racetime Radio. Visit us on the web at www.racetimeradio.com. We hope you'll join us again next time for more Race Time Radio. Come on now, dig, dig, dig. Exclusively on your home for the hardcore race fan. Excellent, buddy, excellent.